Check, check, check. I'm good. Check. I'm good. You're good. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Um, let's do some music for this one. Love. Gotta kick Ooh. off this, the sports. The sports pod. This actually. This is a good one. This is a good one. Shout out to Miami Heat. Yeah. The ones that hate me the most look just like me. You tell me what that means. Make a slick comment and see what that brings. I seen it go down, we can reenact things. Extreme like BMXing. These boys pussy and they PMSing. People in the city see the movement occurring and say, My God, I wanna be in that scene. You're damn right, you wanna be in this scene. She had the video trying to be in this scene. Used to fantasize about being this scene. Bluegrass girl, but she got- You know what? This isn't like the, the music pod, but the one thing that I don't like about Jack Harlow and, uh, in his in that song like it's a good song for sure but i will say that i do not like how he like punches in on this you you can hear it so clearly when he punches back in every verse yeah you know what i mean anyway um that's aside from the point welcome back to the fresh big podcast um it's the kid ryan yi joined by my good friend joined by the boy carter Bowie. hope everyone is having a lovely thursday thanks for tuning in yeah um well it is december 6th this is episode 30 happy steph curry um we're gonna get to him in a minute but first things first on the docket we just want to send our congratulations to the one and only neon Dion sanders um it was announced the other day that he will be coaching colorado the university of colorado uh, the what the buffs buffaloes yeah they're the yeah buffaloes i believe yeah um so he's gonna be coaching them as their head coach he left jackson state um and from what i've been reading his kid is gonna also be joining them uh shadir shadir sanders um he's gonna be trying out at quarterback for them so that'll be fun to watch you know he's gonna try and revive a program that's not been doing too hot recently so is his uh coach prime is his son gonna be an incoming freshman yeah yeah he just committed Okay, oh, that's dope. Yeah. That'll be yeah. sweet to uh, see how that uh, turns out. Yeah, I think it's cool that his son's a QB because his dad is like one of the greatest cornerbacks of all time. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, shout out to Deion Sanders. Um, but yeah, let's get right into it. MLB free agency. So this week, um, you know the what's it called? The winter meetings uh, just started, and yeah. a lot of big moves going on at the at the beginning of free agency so we got first up we got jacob de grom signed a five-year 185 million dollar deal to the rangers um obviously he was the biggest pitcher on the market or at least biggest right-handed pitcher on the market um so he'll join bruce bochi as the new head coach of the rangers um and in the rotation they got martin perez he had a 2.89 era last year he was their ace but now he's gonna be obviously the two-man but he's the only pitcher on that rotation from last year that had under a three ERA. So I think DeGrom is obviously going to be that, uh, that franchise player for them from now on. Hold up. Wait, when did Bruce Bochy become the Rangers head coach? This off season. Really? I yeah. He just signed that. on. Yeah. What? He came out of retirement. Damn. Shout out Bruce that's Bochy, that's the good. Good for him. Good for I him. I wish we had him back. Yeah, I do too. I, I really like Kapler though. I like Kapler. Yeah, he's a good coach. Kapler's good. He's, he's younger than Boch. And he's got a good he's got a good vibe, but yeah, that's good for yeah. Bochi. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. So shout out Bochi. Um, and then yeah, so obviously Jacob Degrom, big one, uh, two time Cy Young Award winner, one of the premier pitchers in the league. Um, so we're excited to see what he does with Texas. 
hopefully it can turn around for them. Um, another big pitcher on the market was Justin Verlander entering his age 39 season. He'll turn 40, I think about halfway through the season next year. Um, and he signed for to the Mets for two years, 86 mil. Um, it's going to be 43 a year. So pretty sizable contract for a pitcher going to his 40th or age 40 season and his 40th okay. season. But yeah, um, I mean, obviously he had a great year last year coming off the AL Cy Young winner. So props to him. It's a big contract. And then the premier shortstop from the Los Angeles Dodgers is now a Philadelphia Philly. Trey Turner signed a 11 year, $300 million contract with the Phillies, the NL reigning champs. Uh, so it was reported that the Padres actually did offer him north of 330 mil over 11 years. I think, I believe it was 342 mil a season, but he declined that to go play with the reigning champs in the NL. Um, he's going to join a pretty stacked lineup uh, with Kyle Schorber, Bryce Harper, uh, Real Muto's good, Reese Hoskins is good, um, and Alex Baum's good. And they got uh, Nick Castellanos, who had a pretty yep. bad year last year, but he considering typically... He, yeah. Typically a good a good player um, to have in the mix, so that'll be really exciting for him. Uh, just automatically joins a contender. Um, well, actually, no, the Dodgers were a contender, but it's a good pickup for the Phillies. You know, yeah, um, I think um, yeah, Turner. He just I think he wanted to leave the NL West. I don't yeah, know why, yeah. but he's an East Coast guy because he was he used to be on the Nationals, then came over to LA, and then yeah, now he's back in Philly. I think you'll like it yeah. better out there. Yeah, and then. Um, this just happened today. Cody Bellinger, um, you know, the Dodgers former MVP. Uh, they actually they actually let him go this year. And he just picked he was just picked up by the Cubs on a one year, 17.5 million dollar deal. You know, uh, Cody Bellinger is one. of He's a stud just having some some down years uh, in the last season. He hit 210, 19 home runs, 68 RBIs. So not a great year. But, you know, he's a he's on the he's a better outfielder than most in the league. Uh, and his bat when it's, when it's hot, it's hot. You know what I mean? So it's a good pickup for the Cubs. I really like that pickup. I wish he was coming to the giants, but you know, um, and then where did Josh Bell go? You had it. Uh, Josh Bell went to the Cleveland guardians. Um, let me see if there's any news on. Okay. So yeah, Josh Bell, um, who was traded from, Obviously, the Nationals in that big one Soto deal to the Padres. Um, he just signed a two-year, $33 million deal with the Cleveland Guardians. Um, That's interesting. I don't know if I've yeah. really – it's not – they're not really a great team, but – Well, they – I mean, they got knocked out uh, in the first round of the playoffs, but I don't know how much that really helps their team out. I mean, he's 30. He's got he's got some power, but um, he's Just nothing. He's nothing bat. too special. Oh yeah, for sure. He's nothing yeah. too special though. But yeah, interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, and then the the Dodgers again um, making more moves at the at the winter meetings. They just re-signed Clayton Kershaw on a one year rental, two million dollars. Um, oh yeah, I'm sorry, twenty. Yeah, yeah um, all good. And yeah, he's he's still showing up. Um, he's doing oh, all right. Yeah. But I, I mean the. I don't really think anyone thought he was going to leave, right? Yeah, no, he should definitely stay in LA for the rest of his career. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be there for a while. Um, big news as well. Uh, we just found out about 30 minutes ago, uh, Taiwan Walker signed with, again with the Phillies on a yeah. four-year 72 mil. 
deal, he's probably going to be in that back slot of the rotation, probably the four or five man. Um, you know how they got Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, and uh, Ranger Suarez. Oh, yeah. So um, it's going to be a solid, really solid five-man five rotation. He did have a 3.49 ERA, but nonetheless, he was 12-5. and five. He's going to his 30-age uh, 30, 30 season. And, yeah, he came over from the Mets. I think that's a good pickup for them, for the Phillies. Um. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of these those bigger pieces aren't really moving that much because of because uh, Judge hasn't been moved yet. But let's see who else is out. Um, excuse me. Oh, I did see. Uh, oh, the Giants. The Giants did sign. This is also like what twenty minutes ago. Yeah, um, Mitch Haniger from the. Uh, Seattle Mariners just signed a three-year, $45.3 million deal with the San Francisco Giants. Um, this deal was um, emphasizing that it will not affect the Giants' pursuit of Aaron Judge. There's definitely a lot of space in the outfield because uh, so, right now they all we got is uh, Yastrzemski and Slater and Peterson and and Wade. I, think, I mean, Luis Gonzalez uh, has shown up sometimes, so is Austin Slater, but I think mm-hmm. that the two consistent one, or not even that consistent, but the most consistent ones have been uh, Jastrzemski and Pedersen. So I think uh, Mitch Haniger is going to be a really good, uh, good pickup. I mean, in 2021, he had 39 home runs and a hundred RBIs. So I think this year it might, in 2023, it might, it might be a good year for him. Maybe a change of scenery might help out a little bit, but Definitely. I think the big news was that Aaron judge, about about three or four hours ago, uh, it was reported that Aaron Judge had signed a deal with the San Francisco Giants. Um, prior to that coming out, it was a it was a big frenzy as the Giants did offer him three hundred and sixty million dollars. Um, it's it's not clarified how many years it's it's um, it's for, but my assumption would be eight or nine. Um, I mean, he's going into his he's going to be thirty in the by the next uh, by next season, so I think uh, I don't think he'll have another big payday coming up. So I think he's trying to milk this one. But you you said that the Padres offered him a lot of money. Um, yeah, I don't know how credible this source is, but um, I did recently see a tweet that said the Padres um, are preparing to offer him um, anywhere uh, close to four hundred million dollars, and it did give yeah close to four hundred million. So I don't know. Um, if this is true at all, but I mean, I think uh, it just puts all bets on the table. So Padres yeah. are trying to get him. Giants want him. Um, it'll be interesting to see where he lands, though. Yeah, I'll, I'm interested to see how much he's going to end up for. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, record-breaking I, season last year. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine he gets over 400 mil. I mean, he could, but I don't know. I didn't know the Padres could clear the books for that because they still got Tatis and all those guys. Yeah, under well, they payroll. just yeah they signed him. His contract was what like two years ago where they signed that. Yeah, for thirteen years. Three hundred thirty mil or whatever, how much it was. Yeah, yeah um, they, they got. Yeah, a I mean, big luxury committing tax. To, committing to Judge would be. Uh, I think that would kind of put the writing on the wall for maybe a Machado or if they were to move. Uh, yeah, they'd have to Tatis. release one of their stars. Because also yeah. they have one Soto, they just picked him up, and he plays right field, and yeah. so does Aaron Judge. So I don't really see it 
you know, anything can happen, but I don't really see it as necessarily, I don't know. Yeah, it kind of it kind of throws a whole wrench in everything once they added the uh, once they added the DH, the universal DH, because oh, now yeah. that's an extra batter, you know, that yeah, takes could, up some spots on the. He could be DH. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. that'll be interesting. interesting. Hopefully, hopefully by next week, uh, Aaron Judge has landed uh, with the team, and we can report yeah. on it. Yeah, I mean, dude, honestly, by the looks of it, it might honestly be by the end of this episode. Um, Who knows? Yeah, that'd be kind of nice breaking news. (laughs) But yeah, so the guy caught a lot of fire for falsely reporting that Aaron Judge signed with the Giants. Yeah, dude. Um, So it was kind of a mess, or kind of a mess. So, but yeah, um, yeah, the last of the MLB news that I got is they just released the all, all MLB team for 2022. Um, so first team I got at catcher JT Real Muto from the Phillies. So I mean he was obviously the best catcher in the league this year. Solid. By far. Yeah. I, I, um, I like that. Yeah. And then at first base, Paul Goldschmidt, you know, NL MVP this year. Yeah. Great season from him. Um at second base, Jose Altuve from the Astros. He has to be on it like every year, I feel like, you know. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah. Um, and he's getting up there in age too, you know. And then Trey Turner from the Dodgers now on the Phillies at shortstop. Um, he had a great season as well. Uh, Manny Machado, third base at the Padres. Um, another great year. Uh, I think he placed third in or second or third in M- MVP voting for the NL. Um, outfield is going to round out at Aaron Judge, Mookie Betts, and Mike Trout. You know, all, you know, all of them, uh, the biggest names in, in the game right now. So. Shout yeah. out to them at DH Jordan Alvarez. Um, I believe he was third place in MVP voting for the AL. Um, you know, he had a great season with the Astros. And for the pitching, it was Sandy Alcantara or Alcantara. I think it's Alcantara. Alcantara um, from the Marlins. Shohei Otani from the Angels. Justin Verlander from the Astros. Framber Valdez from the Astros. Alec Manoa from the Blue Jays, Edwin Diaz as a relief pitcher from the Mets, and Emmanuel Classe from the Guardians Ooh. as a relief pitcher. Um, I, mean, I mean, Edwin Diaz just won reliever of the year. Yeah. Um, I mean, he had a great season. Yeah, have you seen what they play when he comes out? Yeah. Um, Timmy Trumpets or whatever? Yeah, dude. That but Tom Is it Timmy or Tommy Trumpet that plays that? I think, um, it's, Timmy, I think it's Timmy Trumpet, but yeah. They, I know that uh, – I forget the name of the song, but – yeah, I it's think a, it's isn't it this isn't it yeah no it's a uh, it's something like that yeah when he comes out when he comes out to this oh you can't hear it can you no I can't hear it oh, but I know shit. I know what it uh, sounds like yeah it's uh here we go yeah when when you walk out to this on the <laughs> out the bullpen you know that's like game over bro. It's just so gnarly when he runs out. He looks crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, um, yeah, obviously very deserving for Edwin Diaz. Um, and for second team, Will Smith as catcher. He had a great season as well for the Dodgers. First base, Freddie Freeman from the Dodgers. A lot of Dodgers in this lineup. Um, at second base, Andres Jimenez at, or from the Guardians. Shortstop Francisco Lindor from the Mets, third baseman Nolan Arenado from the Cardinals, and again he placed in the top three for MVP in the NL. Um, the Rookie of the Year Julio Rodriguez in the outfield from the Mariners, Kyle Schwarber from the Phillies, and Kyle Tucker from the Astros. DH is Shohei Otani, 
uh, starting pitchers are Julio Ur Urias, uh, Dylan Sees. Uh oh, I lost it. Uh, Max Fried, or f is it Freed or Fried? Max Freed. Max Freed, uh, Aaron Nola, Max Scherzer, Ryan Hen Helsley. Ryan Helsley. Helsley. Yeah, from he's the Cardinals. The Cardinals he's reliever. Good. Yeah, he threw like 104 this year. Yeah, he's solid. Um, and then Ryan Presley from the Astros. I mean, he's always solid. pretty solid in the bullpen. Solid picks. Um, so yeah, congrats to all those guys. Great seasons. Um, and yeah, should we do NBA right now? Yep, let's jump into NBA. <coughs> oh, shit. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, all right, so to kick things off with NBA, uh, we got – I mean, obviously, Kyrie Irving has, he's been under a lot of heat, uh, recently in the past month, you know, with some controversial tweets. Um, just, you know, he's, he's not being very, very smart with, uh, you know, his word choice and the stuff that he's, uh, you know, backing up, um, and I guess agreeing with. But this past Monday, um, Nike actually dropped him as, as a Nike athlete. Um, and I believe last wow. month, yeah, no, very, uh, very shocking news, but I mean, it's just all due to, uh, you know, the tweet that he uh, sent out about the anti-Semitic messages. Um, but before this happened, Nike, they had initially suspended their partnership with Kyrie, and they completely scrapped the release for the Kyrie 8, um, his signature shoe, uh, his new signature shoe that was supposed to come out last month. So I guess when that happened, you know, you could have possibly seen him getting dropped completely um, as a Nike athlete. But I mean... Pretty shocking to see, you know, Kyrie Irving, he's, you know, such a big face in the NBA. Um, obviously, he's been under a lot of heat, but, you know, what do you think of, you know, Nike dropping him as one of their athletes? Yeah, um, so I actually read about this, and I was a little bit surprised that they did, in fact, drop him. Um, you know, Kyrie is, he's been such a monumental athlete in the Nike stratosphere. Um, you know, he's had, I mean, what, he's on his eighth shoe, you said? Uh, yeah, he was supposed yeah, to drop so, his carry eight last month. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's been there for a while. Um, obviously, he's a great player. I think he – I mean, you you hear how they talk about him. Um, I think he gets unfair treatment in the media. But I, I, I think agree. that he also does not do himself that many favors with, um, like, his – sometimes he can be a little bit stubborn. You know how he didn't uh, didn't own up to posting that anti-Semitic video or all, any of that yeah. stuff. Uh -huh. um, so I think that it's – it's definitely a two-way street with with Kyrie. Um, you know, I think he, from what I've heard about him, he's just a really good person. Stephen A. Smith speaks really highly of him. Says that he's always his head's in the right place or his um, his heart's in the right place. I agree um, with that. I think it is. Yeah, and so I mean, I hate to see him lose this uh, Nike contract because of what's been going on. But I think also in this climate, it's so uh, everything's so fragile and sensitive. That yeah, I you think do, that there's you, a thin line. That yeah, on. and I think when you got, I mean, Kyrie has what probably north of ten million followers on Instagram or yeah. wherever, whatever S platform he tweeted on. Some number, some number like that. Yeah, so I think when you're when you have the platform that Ky Kyrie does, I think it's important to really pick and choose what you share. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I respect Kyrie for always standing for what he believes in. But I think that sometimes he could be a little bit stubborn and, and sometimes fails to admit when he's wrong. But I think, yeah, I think it's just an unfortunate situation for everyone. I, I don't think Nike wanted to um, end, their, end their partnership, but no. I think, like, the kind of forced their hands with what's been going yeah. on just mm -hmm. in the culture as a whole. Yeah. Um, some other news. 
um, in the NBA, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, they both make their return back to the Clippers. Um, I believe. Finally. Yeah. I don't, have they played at all this season? Uh, I don't believe so. Yeah, but I, I don't, don't think, think so. that. I don't think that either. They haven't played together in like two years, right? Yeah, it's been at least at least a year, a year and a half. At least. Yeah, dude. Ka- um, Kawhi is like the face of uh, of load management. Like he never. Yeah. I mean, he's he's never just, on the court. He's always um, just, he's just chilling, you know. Silent man. But uh, Kawhi dropped 16 points, and Paul George dropped 19 points. Um, and um, as a, or I guess not as a team, but when Paul George and Kawhi landed there on the court, um, they've outscored opponents by 38 points in 65 minutes. So I mean, obviously, you know, the Clippers are more than happy to have their two star players back on the court. Yeah, you know, so the studs. Yeah, I mean. You always hate to see, you know, star players out for, you know, a season plus. You know, we saw that with Clay. He was out for, what, two seasons? Or I guess. Yeah. See, yeah, yeah two he seasons. Out for two seasons, yeah, with the ACL and then uh, MCL, or I think it was meniscus, actually. Yeah, tore something. Yeah. Um, some other news. Um, we got the, I bet a lot of you have seen that Steph Curry video of him making some Making five, five. Uh, <laughs> five full court shots. Just literally looked like he was just chucking them um, off the ball rack into the hoop. But I mean, you know, uh, a lot of people have you know debunked that that video is obviously fake. Um, I think he dude, came out actually today that oh, he did? saying that it was oh, fake. Yeah, okay, so he said okay. that he was uh, he was flattered that everyone thought that it was real. Yeah, um, dude, I saw so many comments <laughs> saying, "Oh no way, this is so real." It's like they're all comparing it to. I forget which LeBron James video they were comparing it to. Was it? It must have been that uh, the behind the back one, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they were all saying that the Curry one, oh, this is real, but the LeBron one was fake. It was, it was kind of funny to see. Yeah, it was. That was some good fucking editing, though, dude. That was. Oh, dude! Good the stuff. first time I saw that, I was like, there's "I thought no it was real." He, there's no way he just made five in a row. And then you see the comments, and you're like, "Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe he could do this, but definitely not." He definitely the, made one. The, Oh yeah, he definitely made the one, and then they just looped it, but edited yeah. it quite well. Um, some more news: um, rookie Andrew Nemhard, uh, former or Gonzaga alum, so shout out him. Uh, he dropped uh, Bulldogs. 30, <laughs> uh, Bulldog, yeah, um, he dropped Bulldog 30, Nation. Yep, he dropped thirty-one. Sadly, against the Warriors, uh, so they ended up beating the Warriors last night. He went thirteen to twenty-one from the field. Five of seven from three, which is very outstanding for a rookie. Eight rebounds and 13 assists. And this is the first Pacers rookie to record 30-plus points and 10-plus assists in a game since uh, Jamal Tinsley. And that was on uh, March 5th in 2002. That's crazy. So, That's yeah. A, in 20 years, wow. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, big game for him. He, he was pretty good in, uh, in high school, I remember. And then when he, got to, yeah, when he got to Gonzaga, yeah, I mean, he played. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he played pretty well, but he where did he go in the draft? He didn't go very high, did he? I want to say he was early second round, or yeah, he might have been the last pick of the first round. I don't remember though. Don't um, remember. let me check that. Yeah, he was uh, he was round two pick thirty one. Um, yeah, so thirty first overall. I mean, he went first okay, pick of the second okay. round. So okay. Yeah, but yeah, he's a good good ball player. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, thirty one against the the Warriors is no joke. So, yeah, he played yeah. very well. Um, some more some more NBA news. 
Um, the Grizzlies, they beat a full, uh, full healthy Miami Heat team without their, I'm calling it their big three, uh, without, oh, jo- yeah. ja, without John ja Morant, Desmond Bain, and Jaron Jackson. Um, so who knows? The Heat are four and six in their last 10 games. I mean, I don't know if this means trouble for the Heat, um, or they're just in a, you know, they're struggling to get wins, but I mean, gotta be concerning. Yeah. They're in a little bit of a slump. I know, uh, you know, I think once it comes down to crunch time, though, Jimmy Butler's going to go around smack everyone in the head a little bit, um, yeah, and they're going to get definitely. back on track. You know, they got yeah. so much talent on that team uh, from Jimmy, Bam, Adebayo, Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry. They have a lot of talent. Duncan Robinson. They're deep. Yeah, Struess, too. Is from Sheen. Nice. From Sheen. Um, <laughs> Sheen from Jimmy Neutron. Shout out Sheen, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I think uh, yeah, Jimmy Butler, I think, I don't know, he always usually has, like, I get not a slow start to the season. Obviously, you know, we're a decent way into the season, but he usually picks it up in the second half of the season. So yeah, we'll definitely see the Heat definitely definitely make a playoff run. Uh, come yeah, March they're April. still definitely going to be a top team in the East. You know, the East oh, uh, for sure looking a little bit weaker this year. So definitely, West is always stacked as usual. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, going over to the NFL, um, we got a lot of big games this week um it was a lot of fun to watch on sunday but the first of all the cowboys they smoked the colts for 54 to 19 um michael gallup and tony pollard two touchdowns apiece and that puts the cowboys at nine and three on the season um did you get to watch that game i mean it's a shitter of a game just because it's a blah but i watched a little bit of it yeah they uh, when i the saw it look good yeah, when i saw 54 19 i was like is this a college game Jeez. Yeah. yeah, Cowboys yeah. Cowboys are the real deal. I mean, they've always been solid for the past, like, year, few years, but they're v- really good this year. Yeah, I feel like this year they might actually be able to make a run. Um, yeah, at, considering, at yeah, considering the Niners knocked them out in, uh, in the second, what, second round uh, in the playoffs yeah, last year. Yeah, second round, and they barely did. I didn't expect that at all. Yeah, um, you know, every year the Cowboys fans are always going to be like, oh, Super Bowl, Super Bowl this, Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I think this but, year they actually look pretty good. Um, yeah, but they always, they usually always end up choking, but anything can happen. Yeah, um, I really like CeeDee Lamb, so, I mean, and with Dak back. <laughs> he's cold, good. yeah. Dax, yeah, Dax, he's a solid QB. Yeah, um, and then the Commanders tied with the Giants. Um, no real big news there, I mean. Nah. I thought the Giants were going to pull out with it, but yeah, yeah, it was exciting. Mm -hmm. I can't stand games that end in a tie, though. You know, I just don't think the NFL should have games that end in a tie. Yeah, just doesn't make Um, sense. Doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, it doesn't really make that much sense. Um, but from what I'm hearing, Giants are looking to move on from uh, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones. So, were they going to add in, add into a spot? uh, Well, we'll get to that in a. When we get to the Niners, what's going on with them? Um, oh, but, okay, okay. Yeah, but before we get to that, uh, the Browns beat the Texans 27-14. Deshaun Watson's first game back, you know. Uh, he had a little bit of rust to shake off. He went oh, 12 yeah. for 22 passing for 131 yards. Um, but I think the the big news of from this game was that, well, aside from Deshaun Watson, was that Houston's now at 110 and one tie. Um, so, they're absolute dog shit. So yeah. they're definitely looking to get that that first first overall pick or mm-hmm. definitely tanking for the season, you know? I mean, I think they've been taken for the past like three years. Cause I think <laughs> yeah. 
I think they had maybe one, maybe two wins last season. Yeah, they yeah they've been if, looking really bad. Um, yeah, but Damian Pierce good. looks Damian Pierce looks good. Um, yeah, he's had a slow uh, past couple games. Uh, yeah. they, haven't, they haven't been able to run the ball very well. Yeah, but yeah, but he's he looks like they're gonna. Oh, yeah. He's he looks like they'll be in okay hands at that position. You know, at the oh, running back. So. Without a doubt, yeah, they need some receivers though. That's yeah. They oh need. yeah, they gotta get rid of Brandon Cooks. Yeah, he's he's, yeah, he's very washed. Yeah, um, and then the Lions also smoked the Jaguars, forty to fourteen. Um, the Lions offense went crazy. Thirty-one first downs. Their offense had four hundred and thirty-seven total yards. Um, and Amon Ra St. Brown, you know, the star wide receiver for the, the for sun the Lions. god. What the sun god? That's what his name is. Amon, Amon Ra is, means like sun god. Oh, really? So we call oh, him the sun fire. god. Yeah, it's such a sick name. That's fire. Yeah, yeah. I like him. Um, he's on yeah, one he, of my fantasy he's, teams. He's solid. Yeah, he had a crazy week. He had uh, 11 receptions for 114 yards, two touchdowns. Um, so great game from him. Yeah, the Lions just pounced all over the Jaguars. I mean, uh, Trevor Lawrence even said it after the game. He said it was pretty embarrassing. So, um, yeah. yeah. And then for, I think this is my favorite game of the week. Um, it was a pretty tight game up until the end. Yeah. Um, but the Niners did defeat the Dolphins 33 to 17. It was a 17, 17 game for quite, or I think not maybe not 17, 17, but I think it was, I know it was a 10, 10 game. And then we were up 17, 10, um, and then I think, I don't know. I think we we're up by like maybe 13 or so. And then they came yeah. back a little bit and I think made it a, I think they made it a one score game. One yeah. Yeah. Game. They definitely and then, made it a one. Yeah. And then, uh, we got to stop, we got to stop on defense. And I think we got a interception. Yeah. Um, then that no, no, we got the, we got the, uh, the fumble recovery. Oh yeah. The fumble, the fumble. Yeah. Then that yeah. kind of just, that sealed the game. Sealed yeah. The game and then us. Fred Warner had the pick. Um, and then yeah, that, the that's the pick I was thinking of. Yeah. That sealed yeah. the game for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, they obviously smoked the dolphins 33 to 17. Jimmy G was the big news. He was out with the broken foot. Um, which was reported to be done for the season. But from what I'm reading right now, he, he, could is, he could be coming back in seven to eight weeks. So that would be in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, you know, Brock Purdy, his backup, this is their third quarterback now um, that they've gone through this season. Trey Lance, obviously out for the season. Jimmy Garoppolo, potentially out for the season. Um, but Brock Purdy, he, the, he was the final pick in the, in the draft last year. He's a rookie from Iowa. Was it Iowa or Idaho? I'm not sure, but it could be Iowa. <laughs> I don't know. One game. of the eyes. Uh, yeah. Brock Purdy. Iowa uh, State. Yeah, Iowa State. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he looked all right. Uh, you know, um, he had 210 passing yards and two touchdowns, 67.6 completion percentage. Um, solid. So yeah, I mean, he looked he looked all right. I don't think that if the Giant, if the Niners have to keep going with him to the Super Bowl, I don't think they'll be able to do it. But yeah. I think their defense is so good that they'll be able to hold them down for the rest of the season. Um, and maybe a couple rounds into the playoffs. I don't know if they yeah. make it all the way to the Super Bowl. But, um, but yeah, so going back to what we were talking about with the Giants, uh, the New York Giants, um, they are looking to get rid of Danny Dimes potentially next season. And so the big news is Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, they're saying that they that this injury has – pretty much opened the Niners' eyes to he's too fragile of a quarterback to lead this franchise. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to rock with Trey Lance and uh, Brock Purdy for for next season. Um, I don't know if that's a hundred percent. Maybe if yeah. Jimmy comes back and leads them to a ring, maybe he, maybe he stays. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows? But yeah, I mean, he, he's shown that, that he's he's a good enough quarterback to to take us to the Super Bowl. I'm sure he's with this team. He's a good enough quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Definitely. I just think that that yeah. it, well, he's been injured so many times in his career now. He's missed a lot of what a lot of time that the Niners have been paying him for. So I think his yeah. time in San Francisco might be up. Um, but I mean, that shouldn't take away from his talent as a quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback. Yeah, yeah I agree with um, that. Yeah. So Brock Purdy, I mean, look for him next week. I think he'll be, he'll be good to go. Um, and yeah, I mean, their defense is very run first. So, or their offense is very run first. So yeah, I think uh, he'll be all right in that, in that scheme. Um, but yeah, so I think the biggest news of this week was that Baker Mayfield was dropped by the Panthers after seven games um, and six starts. He had less than 1500 passing yards, six touchdowns and six interceptions. So an even ratio of both. Um, he, yeah. He had a pretty bad year with, with Carolina. Um, and so he was released this last Sunday, I believe. Um, and so the big question was, should the Niners sign him? Um, pick him up off waivers. It would have cost, I believe, what, what was it, 1.3 mil? Yeah, 1.35 mil. Yeah, for the rental for the rest of the year. I mean, yeah. I think he's a good talent. Um, I mean, you hate him, but. I mean, well, I, I hate him just because of how he played this year. I just, I just think he's lost his touch. You know, he struggles to pass the ball. But, I mean, sure, Panthers, their offensive line doesn't really help him that much. So sure, if he's on a better team with a offensive line that can actually protect him and you know give him a nice open pocket, you know maybe that maybe that would you know change his whole game. But yeah, I, just from I what I yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. just from what I saw this season, I was like, yeah, I don't really. I'm kind of glad the Niners didn't pick him up. Yeah, um, so it would have been a reuniting with uh, Christian McCaffrey from the Panthers who they just got this year. Yeah, um, but they were saying that Christian McCaffrey don't want him to come. Uh, <laughs> I agree with that. But, you know, I, I think he's a talented, I think he's a talented quarterback. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. And, of course. Yeah. And so what just happened today was that the Rams went up and jumped over the Niners in the waiver wire and signed Baker Mayfield for, again, the 1.35 for the rental for the rest of the season with Matthew Stafford on the injured reserve. Injured reserve. Um, so, yeah, that, that was some big news. Um, and then should we do fantasy? Check should in with the, fantasy. Get, get the picks. Get the picks going. Yeah, we can we can get the picks rolling. All right. Let's run. Yeah, we'll run through uh, QBs first. So my, my number one QB, I've got Jalen Hurts. He's playing the Giants. Some of his stats through 12 games. He's 243 of uh, for 357 pass attempts. 2,940 yards, 20 touchdowns, that's passing. 609 rush yards and nine rushing touchdowns. So that puts him at 29 total touchdowns. Um, yeah, coming into this game, I just, he's got a high ceiling and a high floor just because of his rushing ability, um, you know, as they take on the Giants this week. So Hurts, obviously, he's coming off a 34-point week um, against the Titans last week. So I see, I see... Not a not a massive game from him, but I see a very solid game from him just because we know what he's very capable of. Yeah, my he two, looks great. yeah, I mean, definitely top three candidate, probably top two candidate for MVP. Um, my two, I got Joe Burrow. He's playing the Browns. Um, 
he led a 53-yard touchdown drive against the Chiefs, which I just think, you know, it kind of shows, you know, he can perform and show up in clutch in high state games. And I think, you know, obviously the Chiefs and the uh, the Chiefs and the Bengals have what I think played each other since Joe Burrow's on the team like three three-ish times, and obviously that was the AFC Championship game last year. So I think you know we have a newfound rivalry with oh, yeah. the Bengals and Chiefs, no doubt. Um, so yeah, I just think you know Burrow's gonna be able to throw the ball and he's gonna rush uh, when he needs to against the Browns. Wait, against the Chiefs there. Oh, oh, you were talking about last week. I'm talking about yeah. I was talking about last game, just his performance oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. last last week. Yeah, no, they're playing the Browns this week though. Yeah. Um, my three, I've got Patrick Mahomes. They're playing Denver. Um, he's kind of not a decline, but a kind of slow last two weeks with uh, under 20 points scored in both contests. Because I think the excuse me, the few weeks before he dropped like 30 points, 27 points. Oh yeah, he went crazy. Over 20 points, but um. So will he be able to bounce back and become the Patrick Mahomes that we all know against a pretty strong Denver defense? Denver's only weakness this year is their shitty offense with Russell yeah, Wilson. I mean, yeah, and I I saw a stat um, a few weeks ago that uh, I think this was through might have been through like week nine or ten, but if the Broncos scored over eighteen points, uh, they would have been like eight and one or eight and two. They would have won yeah, so many dude, more they, games if they just dude, scored they, eighteen their points. Defense. Their defense looks like that, like uh, like that vintage Broncos defense. That prime when had, uh, Bronco defense when, when they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah dude, with, like Vaughn exactly. Miller. Oh uh, yeah, they were. Yeah, who else was there? Certain uh, certain what was his name? Sutton? The quarter, the cornerback. Oh, I forget. Um, I forget I his, his name. name. I was so yeah, but they, but they were loaded. Yeah, but um, all right, moving on. My number four, I've got Justin Herbert. He's playing the Dolphins. He didn't really find a rhythm last week against the Raiders, as he was sacked five times. So I think he's, you know, obviously looking to bounce back against a uh, challenging Miami defense. But if he isn't able to get comfortable in the pocket, it could be another mediocre outing. Five, I got uh, Geno Smith. He's playing against Car- he's playing against Carolina. Um, he's tossed at least two touchdowns in six straight games, and he's thrown for at least 275 yards in four straight games. And um, he's had 320 or more yards in back-to-back games. So, um, yeah, I mean, Seahawks, their offense is clicking very well. Um, you know, Smith has DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett to, to pass the Some ball good to. good weapons. And yeah, he's got uh, uh, Kenneth Walker. Yeah, at running back. So, yeah, I don't, yeah. Know, I don't know if they do any sneak passes to him. but um, I think they, they bail him out sometimes for sure. Yeah, I could definitely see that. But, I mean, Carolina's defense, not good. So, I see Smith. I see him having a very solid week against Carolina. I like that pick. Um yeah, I, I I had him in my top five, but I had to bump him out. Um, I a yeah, I'll get into mine right now. Actually, um, yeah, I mean, I got Jalen Hurts at number one. Um, this week against the Giants, you know, like you said, you listed off all those stats. Um, just under three thousand yards in in the air, uh, six hundred rushing yards, nine t- uh, twenty nine total touchdowns. You know, he's been a beast. Um, and I think this or this last week really certified him as a. Uh, as the MVP front runner, um, you know how Tua kind of choked. He wasn't able to carry the the offense with the offensive line out. I think yeah. what that showed was that he needs to be in an ideal situation for him. Uh, and then Pat Mahomes, you know, he kind of choked uh, last week. Didn't have a great game, so I think that I think that really boosted Jalen Hurts in this um, in the rankings. 
Yeah, I got him checking in at number one. Um, at number two, I got Josh Allen against the Jets. Um, I know the Jets have a pretty good defense. Um, Sauce Gardner at cornerback, definitely yeah. the top cornerback in the league. But I, I mean, you know, Josh Allen is Josh Allen. He's yeah. gonna get everything done on the ground in the air. Um, he's got yeah. good weapons with Diggs and uh, Knox and Gabe Davis. You know, so um, they're gonna look pretty good this week. Hopefully, I got uh, Joe Burrow at number three against Cleveland. Um, again, like you said, he has been just showing up pretty pretty well every week. Um, 53-yard touchdown drive against the Chiefs last week. So, um, you know, I mean, Cleveland's defense has been a little bit shoddy lately. So I think he'll, he'll look good to go this week at number three. At number four, I got Tua against the um, Los, Los Angeles Chargers. You know, they got a kind of a banged-up defense um, right now, missing a couple pieces. But I think he is going to be – I think he's going to be looking for a bounce back week. Um, excuse me. Obviously, their offensive line is um, a lot of them are on the IR right now. But I think, yeah, you know, I mean, how can you go wrong with the weapons that he has? He's got uh, Jalen Waddle, Tyree Kill. So, yeah, yeah, I'm expecting a good week from from to a good bounce back. I think he wants to show everyone that he's the real deal. Um, he's rejected just under 20 points this week, but I would expect that to go up to 25, 26, hopefully. Um, you know, he's got a big arm. He can, he can get out the pocket pretty well. So yeah, I'd, I'd say he's, he's a good pick on number four. I was going to go with Geno Smith at number five, but I do like Dak Prescott a little bit more against Houston. Um, I know Houston has a pretty good defense, but he, you know, Dak Prescott, they, they've been looking good recently. He's coming off a really big week, obviously with the, what he had, I think three touchdown passes last week through for yeah. definitely over a hundred yards. Um, did he throw for over, no, he threw over 200 yards, right? Wait, he had to have. Yeah. I'm not sure, though. Yeah, well, I don't, all I know is that he had a big game last week. Um, those guys showed out in in Dallas. So I think that Dak is set for a good week. You know, he's projected just under 20 points as well as Tua. Um, but I think that should also go up as as the game goes on. Um, so, yeah, definitely check that out. I really do like the Geno Smith pick, though. I think that's a good one. Yeah, RBs. Uh, yeah, looking at yeah, moving on to RBs. On number one, I've got Derrick Henry. He's playing Jacksonville. He's coming off a rough game against a very strong Eagles defense, but I think he's gonna get back on track against a weak Jacksonville defense. So look for look for Henry to you just you know be the Derrick Henry that we all you know love and know and love um, when he runs the ball. Number two, I got Christian McCaffrey. He's playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, with the absence of Elijah Mitchell, McCaffrey will get a heavy load um, in terms of rushing and also with, you know, some receiving that, you know, trick plays uh, or like sneak plays at the Niners run. So McCaffrey, he's definitely an elite RB1 coming into week 14. Number three, I've got Josh Jacobs against the Rams. Obviously, if he's healthy, um, I believe he's having some like, obviously he had that calf strain last or the week before but also a little bit last week um and a little quad soreness but i think he was a limited participant which is what you want to see considering they have a game in two days on thursday but he's exceeded 20 plus carries in uh four straight games so look for him to continue his high volume of snap share against the rams my four i've got Ramondre stevenson he's playing arizona he's the centerpiece of the patriots offense so don't expect 
Stevenson's production to decline anytime soon. And he's facing a mid-ranked Arizona defense, so I think he's going to be a big threat in the backfield. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, five, I've got Saquon Barkley. He's playing the Eagles. They have a good good defense, good strong defense. Um, he's also coming off a slow week. He just averaged 3.5 yards per carry last week against Washington. So I think he's due for a big week. Uh, he scored four touchdowns in his last five games, and he's definitely – he's obviously just a must-start in all fantasy leagues. Oh, yeah. Of course. Um, at one, I'm actually going to go pending injury. I'm going to go Josh Jacobs um, against the Rams. I mean, Aaron Donald is not looking to play this week. He's, I believe he's inactive again. Um, so, like, like, I mean, we talked about it last week. Um, he's Aaron Donald's really the the identity of that Rams defense. Um, after Von Miller left, um, Jalen Ramsey hasn't been playing that well. And then, you know, they just got Baker Mayfield. Um I don't know if he's expected to suit up on Sunday, but if he doesn't, I think that they're going to be – oh, I'm sorry. That's wrong team. Yep, all, <laughs> um, all gooch. Yeah, no, but I think uh, – yeah, no, I think Josh Jacobs is going to have a big week against that, that defense while they're lacking their guys out there. So, oh, um, doubt. Yeah, at number two, um, I got Derrick Henry. You know, he's obviously King Henry. Uh, he's a beast. Uh, and then he's going to be up against Jacksonville. Not a great defense there. So I'd look for him to have a really big week. Um, he's projected right now under 15 points, but I believe that that'll go up a lot. <laughs> um, and at number three, I got Ramondre Stevenson. Like you said, centerpiece of the Patriots offense. Um, Arizona is a mid-tier defense for rushing, um, so I expect him to have a big week. Um, at four, I got Saquon Barkley against Philadelphia. Um I feel like I'm just repeating your sentiments at this point, but um, yeah, 3.5 rush yards last week. Um, He's going to look for a bounce back against Philly. Um, This is the second time that they're playing each other. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Um, They're the same division, right? Yeah. So yeah, they play each team twice. Yeah. Um, And then at five, this is going to be a little bit of a curveball. I did want to go with Christian McCaffrey, but I think that Tampa Bay has like an elite defense right now. So yeah, um, I'm actually going to go with Dalvin Cook against Detroit. Um, you know, I, I like what he's been doing the last couple, last couple weeks. Um, you know, he's a, a big running back. Uh, he's just a fast guy, 20, 20 touches and t- uh, 86 yards and a touchdown last week. Um, so, you know, I think he'll have a big week. Uh, I, a lot of big names missing out of my list, you know, like the normal guys we got, Austin Eckler, C-Mac, uh, Nick Chubb, um, and all those guys. But, yeah, I, I think that he'll – I think that Dalvin Cook will will show out next week. So, Solid picks. All right, yeah. moving on to the wideouts, the receivers. My number one, give me Jay Jeff, Justin Jefferson. He's playing Detroit. He's leading the league in red zone targets. And, obviously, he hasn't failed to disappoint all season – but he is looking for revenge um, in his worst game, um, worst game of the season in week four against the Lions. He only scored 4.4 fantasy points. So he's obviously looking for a bounce back. But obviously, you know, Justin Jefferson, he's just a set and forget wide receiver one. So oh, okay. that's, why, that's stat, why he's my dude. one. Yeah, he's just such a such a drippy and lit player as well. Yeah, dude, I was talking to um, one of my buddies. He looks like he just lo- he's so scrawny. You know? Oh yeah, but like, I mean he's six three. He's got a he's, he's, he's six three two like two ten dude or 
There's no way. Maybe? There's no way he's two o five. No, he's a big guy. Check, look it up. Interesting, but he looks. He doesn't look. I mean, he's tall, but he doesn't. No, he look looks like, so scrawny. Yeah, so he weird. looks so scrawny. He's just a but he, looks, he looks like a high school like a high oh, school he's wide six, receiver. Sorry, he's six one two o three. Not yeah. six three. I thought it, that's weird. I thought it was six three. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. that's fucking weird. Yeah, he, he's um, he's so he's so uh, he moves so swiftly off the ball that yeah. I think he'll he'll always have big weeks. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, two coming off a massive week, Mister Devontae Adams. Um, he's playing the Rams. He's seen sixty-seven targets over his last five games. He's just always a must-start in all fantasy leagues, and he's facing a bottom ten ranked Rams pass defense. So expect Adams to find his openings and just continue to shine as uh, one of the top receivers in the league. Three, yeah, he's great. I got my boy Tyreek. He's playing the char- He's playing the Chargers. He leads the league in receiving yards, receptions, and twenty-plus yard catches. And I just Hill continues to prove why he's the number uh, why he's the number one wide receiver in the league. So he's going to continue to see a heavy share of targets, considering Jalen Waddle could be out next week with a leg injury because that's why he left. Um, I forget when he left, but I think he left like in the second quarter or like maybe second half uh, in the game against the Niners. Um, my four is um, Amon Ross St. Brown. He's coming off what, like a 35 point week. Um, shit. I lost all my shit, but uh, I know I, I got it. He's playing, he's playing uh, the Vikings. They don't have a very good defense. So I just think uh, St. Brown is going to continue to be shifty on the field. You know, he's, I'm pretty sure he's probably their leading target. Uh, oh, yeah. Holder. So, yeah, he's going to have a big week. Five, I've got DeAndre Hopkins against New England. His target share has seen a small decline since the return of Hollywood Brown. Um, but don't I expect- love Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown's so sick. He's so he's fast. a stud, dude. He's, he's so fast. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I still wouldn't expect Hopkins' production to decrease drastically, as he's still obviously a wide receiver one coming into this week. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's my top five for receivers. Right on. I got. I got at number one. I'm gonna switch it up. Actually, uh, I wanted to. I'm kind of split between the first two. They kind of uh, flip flop every now and then, but. I'm going to go one. I'm going to change it up this week. I'm going to go with Jamar Chase against Cleveland. Um, you know, Cleveland doesn't have a great secondary, so I expect uh, Jamar Chase to have a big game, you know, what Joe Burrow is capable of. So um, I think he'll get a lot of a good target share, um, split with T. Higgins still, but I think they throw the ball so much that oh, yeah. that it, it all works out for, for both. Um, they really got two wide receiver ones on their team. So, um, yeah, now I got Jamar Chase at one. At number two, I'm going to go with uh, – Jetta's Justin Jefferson. Um, again, like you said, he is looking to come back from that week four game where he did not do that great in fantasy terms. Um, yeah, but I mean, Minnesota's Minnesota's got a pretty solid defense, but I think, or I'm sorry, not Minnesota. Dude, I'm all over the place today. Uh, Detroit, they they do have a solid defense, um, but I think yeah, that they actually do. Jefferson they is de- pretty de- decent de- uh, defense. Yeah, I can't speak. Yeah. I'm like, Carter. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, Jefferson, you know, he's so explosive, so slippery off the ball that he'll he'll be good um, this week. And then at three, I'm gonna go with Tyreek Hill against the Chargers. You know, he's gonna 
always put up numbers. He's so fast, such a deep ball threat. Um, so yeah, that speaks for itself. At four, I'm gonna go with Almond Ross St. Brown. Um, again, like you said, he's just the the leading target shareholder for the for the who are they? What's him? Dude, oh my god, why am I like blanking on everything? St. Brown? Yeah, for the, he's, for on the, the he's on the Lions. Yeah. Yeah, for the he's... Lions. Um <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'd really like to see him with a better quarterback situation, but I think Jared Goff is probably as like as middle tier of a quarterback as it can as you can Pretty get. Pretty much, yeah. But I mean, he gets the job done. They don't win yeah. that many games considering they score so many points. I don't understand. Yeah, I think through like um, the first four weeks they scored the most points, and they were like zero and five or something. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. I don't remember some crazy stat. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I think he'll. Uh, I think Amon Ra will have a good week. Would you call him the Sun God? I'm pretty sure that's what uh, what his name means. Amon Ra means okay. like, the Sun or the Sun God of some sort. That's, that's so swaggy. It's so dope. Um, yeah, now five. I'm gonna go with Stefan Diggs against New York. Um, against the Jets. Sorry. Um, you know he's he just he gets a lot of targets. He's uh, good after the catch. I don't know. Not much needs to be said. Like, like we always say, he's one of the top, top three, top five uh, receivers in the league. So expect some good stuff from him this week. You got for solid, tight ends. solid picks. All right, moving on to tight end. Let's take a guess. Wild guess here. Wild guess. I wonder who it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. uh, I got yeah, Travis Kelsey at my number one. Uh, he's playing Denver. Obviously, you know, I had him at my number one last week and he didn't perform, but you know, even with his, I guess, poor performance or however you want to put it, um, I believe it marks his worst outing of the season. But he's still the best tight end in the league, no <laughs> doubt. Still better he's, than everyone else's. He's still better than everyone else, even though he did play well. Um, so I, I w- obviously I wouldn't be too worried about his performance in the coming weeks. My two, I got Dalton Schultz. He's playing against Houston. Their defense pretty atrocious. I mean, their whole team is pretty atrocious, except for Damian Pierce. Um, after, you know, he had a disappointing performance coming off a monster game on Thanksgiving, but he's still uh, seeing the production that you want from a uh, tight end number one. Three, I got TJ Hawkinson. He's playing against Detroit. First game, I'm stealing this from you. This is first game playing oh, against... Oh, damn, dude. First so game playing against Detroit. No, not the stats, just this. Uh, obviously, it's his first game playing against... From being traded from Detroit to Minnesota. Um he continues to gobble up targets since coming to the Vikings. Pause. Pause. <laughs> hey, we just had Thanksgiving, so shout out turkeys. Um, and it's for the. <laughs> and is I just I don't think his production is gonna really slow down anytime soon. He's facing a Lions defense, which ranks twenty third against tight ends. So he's obviously a tight end one coming into week fourteen. My fourth, I got George Kittle. He's playing the Bucks. He hasn't produced, you know, as many people want in terms of fantasy this year, but he's still the best blocking tight end in the league and a top three tight end. Um, You know, with the sad loss of Jimmy G and the addition of Brock Purdy, I think he's going to still – oh, my gosh. He's going to continue to still serve as a threat um, on the offensive end as he's facing a 29th-ranked Tampa Bay pass defense, not uh, overall defense. They have a good – overall defense, but their past defense hasn't been very good. My five, I got Pat uh, Fryermuth. He's playing against the Ravens. Um, he's led the Steelers in receiving, even though he only had five targets. Um, he continues to produce on the offensive end. 
and he's facing a mid-ranked Ravens pass defense. So I think he's going to perform well. I like it. Week. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay, I'm going to go with, again, Kelsey at number one, obviously. Um, just such a beast. Um, you know, even in his, his bad weeks, he's still better than your favorite wide receiver. Or uh, not wide receiver, your favorite uh, tight end. You know, he's just the commands almost all the targets from Patrick Mahomes. So um, that duo is just uh, a tier duo. Um, and number two, I'm going to go. I can't believe you stole that from me. Um, I'm going to go TJ Hawkinson uh, in his first game back in Detroit. Um, you know, I really like him. It's going to be a homecoming game for him against his former team. Uh, and he's been doing pretty well with the with the Vikings. So I like I like him at number two. At number three, this is going to be a little bit of a whim. I feel like the tight end position hasn't been that deep this year, but I'm going to no, go with George Kittle. Um, I'm going to go with Kittle against Tampa Bay. You know, obviously they have a pretty solid passing defense, but I think that Kittle poses such a threat because he's so big and so fast. I think that every week you can't really count him out. He's definitely a must-start at tight end. Um, and at four, I'm going to – I was going to go with Mark Andrews, but I'm going to scrap that. I, I really, I just really like the matchup with Tyler Higby from the Rams um, going against the Las Vegas Raiders. I think if Baker plays this week, could be a oh, yeah. really, be really big. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I feel like it could either go really south or really well. Yeah, that's usually so, how it is with the Rams. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at him for number four. At five, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Mark Andrews um, against Pittsburgh. I I mean he's obviously pretty much always the number two tight end so um, yeah I feel like it's just a pretty safe pick yeah is that five yeah all right um sleeper pick all right my sleeper pick this week I've got uh, Joshua Palmer he's on the Chargers he's playing against the Dolphins he's coming off three consecutive double digit scoring weeks and he's he looks good. Yeah, he does. He's seen an upside um, in target share just with the absence of Mike Williams. I do believe Mike Williams is set to play this coming week, but obviously along with Keenan Allen as well. Well, Keenan Allen's—he's been back for like three weeks, but um, yeah, but he's—he's always hurt on and off. uh, That's true. That's true. So it could be interesting. So Joshua Palmer—he could be a sneaky. Uh, He's still a wide receiver three, but I think he has a lot of upside coming into Week 14 against Miami. Yeah. I believe he's number twenty-seven on most boards. On the uh, ranking, yeah. twenty-seven. Yeah, solid. Um, solid. So, yeah, I think that's a good sleeper. Um, I, dude, I'm like so torn. I feel like, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel like this week's uh, there's a lot of receivers that could have big weeks that are ranked oh, yeah. outside the top twenty. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, you got Devonte Smith. He had a big week last week. He put up twenty-one. I don't think uh, he's a sleeper though. He's just inconsistent. Yeah, but I mean, he's not wide receiver one on his team, so. That's true. Um, no one would be over AJ Brown. Yeah. Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Um, Marquise Brown, like Hollywood Brown. I mean, he's a, it's a great I matchup like against New England. I like that. Um, but I think my sleeper that I'm going to claim this week. Oh, do I want, uh, dude, this is, this is, we need like a top five sleepers, dude, but that's going to make everything way too long. Oh, that'd um, be crazy. Oh, I wanted to Jacoby Myers against Arizona, but I think I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Jerry Judy um, from Denver. I, I like the matchup against Kansas City. Um, he's checking in at wide receiver 30 on most boards. Um, but, yeah, I think Jerry Judy's such a – he's a special talent. I think he's just hasn't been in the right situation um, his whole oh, career. Yeah. 
Um, and he's had some think, injuries too, some tough yeah, injuries. Yeah, but I think, I think against Kansas City, he could have a big game and kind of show everyone that he's he's the real deal. So, yeah, um, that's pretty much our episode. You got anything else you want to talk about? Any got, has Aaron Judge been signed yet? Or oh, um, I don't think so. We got to check it out. Peek. We got to check peek. it out before we go. <laughs> we got to check it out. Before yeah, we, go. we can't have him land while we get off dude imagine that we just get off right now and then yeah that'd be a big l but at least we got news for next week i'm not seeing anything i'm still seeing the same updates yeah that's weird dude Um, i'm up from bleacher report that's weird i'm getting the thing where it says the giants could offer him around 360 that's just from a month ago that makes no sense no it's because they're they keep updating the same article oh interesting yeah um Wow, okay, so it says Yankees are still the favorites, but I doubt that. I don't think so, dude. It, so what I've been reading from a lot of the the insiders from the Giants is that the word around the – where is it, do they do this at, like, a hotel? I don't – I keep seeing – Where they, they, they do, do the winter know. meetings? I don't yeah. know where they do – it could be uh, in, like, the offices, like, you know, for the management team and all that. I really don't know, though. Yeah, well, wherever they're doing these interviews at um, – you know, I I've been hearing that the buzz around the 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 room is that Aaron Judge is looking to sign to the Giants. Um, That's what we which want would to be hear. great for us. Yeah, I mean, uh, he is he hasn't even touched down in San Diego yet. I see a lot of people checking in on like Twitter, like checking his flights and stuff like that, like the private charter, like <laughs> oh, trackers. Geez. It's fucking insane, That's dude. It's crazy. Like, just let the man live, you know? Like, oh, yeah. man, <laughs> um, he's the most popular player in baseball right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, shout out Aaron Judge. Hopefully he comes to the Giants. Yep. Hopefully we will have good news for all, all you Giants fans next week. So stay tuned. Yeah, yeah man. Um, Yeah, and we're going to get on out of here. Let me just cue up a little song to cut us out. Oh, yeah. This is like, this was a great like pregame song, um, if you remember. I'm sure you do. We got London on the track. I'ma pull up on a nigga bitch. Him my bitch will shoot. Free Young Thug, free YSL, free Gunner. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for joining your party. Appreciate all the love. Tune in next week, baby. Curry episode, we're done, love, all that.